The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Like, review, and subscribe if you think Luca's birthday should be a Texas state holiday. It's the Hoops and Half Advisors podcast. I'm your host, Don Denham. You can find me on Twitter at Don underscore Denham. With me today, as always, is my bro host for life, my fellow MFFL. You can find him on Mavs Twitter at Reddit Mavericks. Ruben Tomas, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm doing good. You good. Know, I, so, yeah. Happy Luca Day to you. Yep, yep. Happy Luca Day. 22 years. Praise thee. Praise, praise the Slovenian Wunderkin, which I'm just blending. Is that how you say it? No, I, I think it's Wunderkin, uh, okay. but that's German. Yeah, and I think he's that, not at all. Yeah, but like it's fine. He's, I don't know any Slovenians, so uh, my apologies to our Slo- Slovenian, uh, Sloven- our Slovenian savior of basketball, uh, Luca. Happy 22nd birthday. I feel so old we had an awesome week of mavericks basketball uh we went three and one this week uh, starting it off with two wins against the memphis grizzlies and the boston celtics a weird but seemingly pretty awful loss to the 76ers but then we made up for it with a uh winning against the brooklyn nets who were you know clearly depleted but hey it's good to get a it's a win a win's a, a win a, like, a win against a james harden team i'll take uh in yeah. any given fashion so. So uh, I did not get a chance to see the Memphis game nor the Philly game. Uh, I did watch, you know, I did watch the Boston game. I was pretty impressed with just kind of the overall effort there. Um, What were your takeaways from this week, aside from just Luca being great? Uh, I mean, I feel like we are playing with more intensity. It seems like Uh, the Memphis game was just like, it was a beat down for Memphis. Like it it was a 10 point game at the end, but it wasn't close at all. Right. Uh, You know, they just, which is weird because like I think that was a team where we're like oh shit like we could lose against these guys because mm-hmm. you know like they have jaw and I know you know Jaron Jackson Jr. isn't playing quite yet but jaw is enough to like to make me worry a little bit sure on top of having like a Valanciunas when we don't have you know KP playing right. um but I mean dude Valanciunas we, did not play well so it's yeah, he did not yeah I think like and I think that's probably the reason why we won that game you know it's because right. he just not have a good game but uh Mm-hmm. I mean, Luca did what he needed to do. I think the guys stepped up pretty well for that game. So I really can't complain really about the game. Really, um, again, I get like Memphis. They're not as good as I think people expect them to be. Which mm-hmm. I mean, you can say the same about us. Um, but I mean, like you know, when uh, you know, I mean, even like our starting, like it wasn't really our starters that had a good game. It was mostly Tim Hardaway Jr. and Jalen Brunson. Like that was a game where they both just like went the fuck off. So the that those that uh sorry that again that duo seems to be really producing for us in a fashion that is really impressive and is what's kind of led to our success uh from what i've gathered is just they they've been so damn consistent if you can get 20 or you know 35 points between the two of them pretty consistently you know anywhere from 35 to 40 points um off your bench consistently like that's a good winning recipe uh, as far as i'm concerned 
Um, it's because I thought that one of the things that I thought last season was so uh, that left so much to be desired uh, for the Mavericks was just like whenever Luca was on the bench, like just any lead we had pretty much evaporated. Uh, any anytime we were resting starters, like it, it was just our bench just did not hold up. Um, but you know, seemingly like the second unit of Brunson and Hardaway uh, seemed to be doing pretty damn well. Um, yeah, I I'm kind of disappointed in like the new additions that we've gotten. Uh, that's that's kind of been my take from the season so far. Like uh, Jay Rich will have a pretty great game occasionally, or he just kind of disappears. Yeah. And James Johnson just doesn't seem to be a part of this rotation, like really much at all. He doesn't Anymore. seem to be yeah. doing a whole lot. And I thought he was a defensive upgrade and he really hasn't been that enforcer that we were hoping he's been a better playmaker than I was anticipating, but he's kind of like a, like he's been more of like an offensive facilitator more than I thought he would be kind of like a defensive intensity sort of guy. And I don't know, maybe that's, you know, maybe the defensive stats aren't really there because that's more of a team thing. And I wonder how much of this is just like people not being able to practice more. Like would this, would this team be different if, you know, we weren't in the COVID protocol sort of thing. Like, I don't really know. Yeah. And but, something we, can't, we can't really dwell on either. Cause you know, we'll just, we'll never know. And right. And, and everyone's having to do it. So it's not like every other team, but the Mavericks aren't practicing. It's like, you know, they're, they're practicing, but sort of, it's more like run throughs and things like that. But like, they're, they're just trying to get through the season best they can, but it's great to see the Mavs inch closer and closer to 500 and be more, I mean, what was it? We're eight and three in this last, uh, last 11, 11 games. Yeah. yeah. Something and like that, that crazy. It's awesome. And, and it's against, you know, some good teams in addition to, you know, Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that was a good game. Sense. Yeah, I, mean, I I always love the the Hawks Mavericks games. Like all as much as I enjoy giving Trey Young shit, like he is, he's a good player. He's fun. Yeah, like he's, yeah, he's uh, and he's improved, uh, which is cool. Because I I thought yeah. like was he just going to be kind of this flash in the pan like offensive rookie that people don't really know how to, uh, you know they don't have enough tape on him so they don't really know how to guard him. But he's actually like added some fun dimensions to his game that I like. Um, however, his sort of drive, then jump up in the air, allow someone to hit him in the back mid-range foul drawn thing. I, that's so annoying. And it's not, it's not amazing. It's not a great basketball play, but it's like, Hey, you got to pull any trick you got when you're smaller than virtually everybody on the court. So yeah. Anyways, just more pet peeve of mine. Um, moving on. Um, we're, I mean, it's Luca's birthday, man. What's been your favorite Luca memory? Like this season or like in I, general? I mean, just like, like what's, when you think, what's like your top three, like, okay, Luca's my guy. Like, this is it. Like, I mean, like, obviously, like the, uh, the Clipper game winner. Yeah. Is number one. <clears throat> I think even like it's probably recency bias, but the, uh, the Boston game winner from this week. I mean, it, those were the same shot. It was, yeah, like, like I know. Pretty much, yeah. Frame yeah, for frame. It I like I, I like I like Boston too though, because like he had to hit two of those, you know, like two game winners basically. Right. Like hit that three, you know, hit that hit that three right before they uh they tied it up and then hit another three to win it. So I was like, okay, like that's fucking crazy. So that was cool. Uh I think I read somewhere that uh the last person to do that was uh Dan Dickow, which I was like, okay, like 
that's a fucking name i haven't heard in a long time so i'm trying to i don't know if i've heard that name before that's like he played for the mavs for like a year i think like in the like 90s (laughs) okay yeah i was like i'm i'm even having a hard time recalling that name so Um, that that tells you how long ago it's been (laughs) yeah it's been a while and then uh i think uh i think it was his rookie year where he beat the where you beat portland on a on a fucking game winning three like basically all game winners for me are like oh when he sent it to overtime that was the uh, the the deandre jordan him just mouthing the word fuck to the bench yes okay yes exactly (laughs) yeah man what a good memory and yeah. all those are for, all those are from three different uh three different seasons so that's great yeah i think for me i think any of his fake passes literally anytime he fakes a dude out just by like just i don't know why that is such a fun thing for me to see i guess it's just not used as much and like he just that is the fun luca magic that i think of is just him being a, a magician on the court in just drawing a dude one direction and then behind the back pass or whatever um you can just put luca no look passes just directly into my veins and uh, i'd be happy i'd be happier man um happy birthday luca i know that was a long-winded way of saying that but we're uh (laughs) we could not be more thankful to have this 22 year old on our team because uh i don't know what this team would be without Um, him so we had uh, obama instead (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> valid point um so before we get into our mo bomba fantasies uh or i guess nightmares would be more like it uh let's hear a word from our sponsors uh we are sponsored today by ebay sneakers so from rare dead stock to the latest release you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on ebay as the original sneaker marketplace ebay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing and with ebay's authenticity guarantee a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous in inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal for the sneaker sellers out there ebay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers a hundred dollars or more making it free to sell or flip your collection with other sites taking as much as 25 percent you're going to have a lot of extra money left for you guessed it beer sneakers sorry i misread that sneakers check out ebay.com sneakers today uh, also, one of our longtime sponsors. We love these guys. Bet Online. They're no longer Bet Online. AJ. They're just Bet Online. That's all you need to know. Look up Bet Online if you were looking to bet online. They're the place to go. Uh, they have like football's over, NBA, college basketball, NHL. They're still going on. Uh, if you're not even feeling like betting sports, there are different things that you can bet on at Bet Online. They've got award shows, TV shows, reality TV. Fantasy Bachelor prop bets on, I don't know, whether or not Chris Collinsworth says something about somebody's smile. I bet there's a bet for that. I don't know that. It's not president, but hey, check out Bet Online and find out. Uh, they are your online sports book experts. Okay, so back to Mo Bamba. <laughs> do you need to talk about Mo Bamba? Right? We, we do not. not. We, do, we don't need really to talk about We would not need to talk about Mo Bamba. <laughs> okay, so instead of uh mobamba fantasies let's talk about let's talk kp because that was we thought we were gonna have to do an emergency pod uh at some point um yeah cause, the, dude it, I, yeah because i texted y'all and i was like hey uh we might need a yeah it got pretty dire there and yeah, I, for, he yeah. he played well against the nuts it was awesome like it, he looked seemed to be moving well but there was a lot of signs that are like oh shit like kp's on the way out and it's just like it's the subtle things that you learn from just nba modern nba twitter where it's like 
players stopped following the team and the or never no, did in the first place like you know. oh i see yeah or, or it was just like i don't know guys making comments and not being very committal like cuban and uh you know cuban and carlisle making you know very stern cuts like he's never been shot before it's like it sounded to me and like this is pure speculation i don't know i have no sources but it sounded to me like they were shopping him around and did not like the offers they were getting. That is, that is my interpretation of yeah. the whole situation. And I mean, like we got a lot of questions about this this week, obviously, because it was uh, the biggest right. fight story that wasn't a game. Totally. Um, so do you want to, I do want to give a shout out to uh, he's a bad mofo who asked when will Chris stops, stop getting hurt <laughs> or to the mouse cut bait. Uh, Chris Lopez asked, what are, what are we thinking y'all? Uh, the mouse are shopping KP true or not. Mm. Uh, what else? I heard a bunch of shit. Yeah, um, we had a qu- yeah. Let's shout them yeah, out. Thank you guys uh, for asking questions. James though. asked, uh, "Let's hear your best realistic trade packages if we were to trade KP." Sure. Uh, you go after Levine personally, which I mean, like, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mariella asked. Uh, um, actually, no. Sorry, she does. That's not sorry. I'll get to yours, Mariella. Later. Um, <laughs> but I think the the biggest one. I think the the big the the, the one that had the best like kind of takeaway was. Um, Luca Dunthick, which shout out to you. Shout out Luca <laughs> um, you know, asked, uh, do you guys honestly think trading KP is our best interest? I feel like even if this is even in the slump, his ceiling is higher than anything we could get for get for him. He just needs to work back on into defensive form. Um, I couldn't agree more on that, by the way, because yeah. I think like any of the realistic trade packages I could come up with, um, it's it's pennies on the dollar. We are not gonna get. I mean, maybe we get someone like Levine, but like, if that's the case, we're probably shipping something that we don't want to give them as well. So like, I'm thinking like, it'd probably have to be a Brunson KP package of some sort. Like, like, so it'd have to be a cheap guy along with a very expensive guy. And like, I don't think you can replicate good production from that. Unless you're just selling, like if we were like out of the playoffs already, if we were like, we're hunting for draft picks, you know, that kind of thing, like that kind of fire sale. Yeah. Like we're, if we were at the bottom of the West right now, maybe that's something that we'd be considering. Cause we're like, all right, this just isn't working. And we got to use up Luca's cheap years as soon as we got them. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I think K, the potential of KP doing well, I, I would much rather bet on KP being healthy for long enough to get the production, which is like the next two years, basically. Like, can we get starters production out of KP? which yeah, is expensive, but like that's, everyone has an expensive starter. They would rather not be paying that much money to uh, in this league right now. And yeah. KP is not the worst one of that. Like KP is not like the Nicholas Batum contract and Charlotte, however many years ago, you know, it, it is yeah. not that same albatross of contract. Like it, let's talk about Dwight Powell before we talk about KP as far as like too expensive for what they do. Yeah. yeah exactly. um, and also just like, sorry, a seven foot three flamethrower that can occasionally show strokes of genius on defense as well as just like keep you in a game like his there's sometimes his uh turnaround like mid-range shot is just so deadly and it just i i don't know i i think that offensive production is hard to replicate and as much as we like i think nba twitter specifically just loves guard play and will always overrate guard play versus what they actually do like so if you if we were to trade kp for levine Levine's having an all-star season this year. Like, and I, I, I am excited to see him develop into what a lot of people hoped he would be. Cause I thought he was a, 
he was slightly better DSJ. Like that, that was how I saw Zach Levine and he is better than that now, which is awesome. Way better. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And he's like, well, he's showing that he can be like, he can like pull a, a, a team towards contention, which is, I don't, I mean, maybe Chicago knew that like Minnesota didn't think that, you know, and no, yeah. um, anyways. So, like, I mean, I felt like he was more throwing than he was, uh, a, a real key piece in the Jimmy Butler trade, but moving on. So, okay, let's say we trade KP for Levine. And I think like the contracts are fairly similar. So like, that's not too hard to do. Like what KP does in rebounding, what KP does on the defensive end, like that will not be replicated by Levine. Like Levine is not going to help us better rebounding. <laughs> you know, Levine's not going to help us, you know, with more defensive intensity, you know, he, like sure. We'll have another outside perimeter threat, which is something that we could very much use, but you know, I don't know if that's what's going to make this team that much better and sacrificing what KP does on the court. That's that's where I'm most confused with people like thinking KP is getting traded. Um, the, the only fake trade that I came up with that made sense to me, but I don't I don't I'm not saying we should do it. I'm just saying like I, I when I saw it, it kind of makes sense to me um, was Indiana. Um, if we were to trade for Miles Turner and some wing depth, so that could be Levert, which they probably wouldn't give up, even though he's hurt. Um, uh, Doug McDermott was someone that would be interesting back in a Mavericks uniform, but you know, there's a reason he didn't sign with us, so maybe that was it wouldn't be such a great idea. So I don't know, maybe even a TJ Warren. Like, I'm still saying like, this is not a great idea, but things that I learned today is that <laughs> Miles Turner is leading the league in blocks and like by a far margin, he's like averaging almost four blocks a game. And he's also like, it's basically, he has 103 blocks on the season next to him is Rudy Gobert, who is 92. And then the closest people that are next to him have 67 blocks <laughs> on the season. It's like, those two are just, fucking outliers as far as that stat's concerned now blocks are misleading that's not exactly like a determinant of like yeah, how good they are on defense good defense yeah right uh but i mean for someone that can shoot 30 percent from three like that's not great but it's like it's nba standard whatever third you know 30 percent from three competent offensively fairly good rebounder but an amazing block you know like he seems to just do blocks. Well, that's just what he does. I, that's at least some production that I could understand kind of giving up on and he'd be cheaper than KP. I don't think it's a great idea, but like, that's a, a trade that I think like fills where we could use some help, but ultimately I still don't think it's a great idea, but anyways, did, what did, were there any trade packages that you felt were worth considering? I mean, like, so, or are they all just kind of yeah. pipe dream, like Bradley so, Beal yeah. trades? Yeah, so the issue with me is that I don't see anyone even, like, wanting KP at the moment. You right. know, like, like, I'm looking at the league. Like, I did a quick scan. I was like, okay, like, what do what do teams need, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think anyone wants to take on a kind of an albatross contract, you know, for a guy who – It is it is a lot of know, money. Yeah. For a guy who, for you know – um, does get hurt a lot, does, mm-hmm. does rest a lot, and on top of that, might not have the best attitude at times, right. as we've seen in this last game that he was in. I mean, I think his attitude is less the worry than it is his injury history. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, you know, I'm saying like it's another like you know, another thing. Uh, 
Yeah, I don't. I, so all the trades, I like, I would like, you know, people send me trades. And I'm like, yeah, that that'd be good, but you know, X team won't do that. You know, like, right? They're, they're not gonna, you know, give away like a Beal or like I know like the someone some random website said that you know the the Washington was looking at you know um, at KP, and I'm like, okay, like, what could we realistically get? You know, for KP from over there, like, I don't. I didn't do the whole trade machine thing. I didn't do any of that shit. So I just don't uh, think Beal's on the table, you know. Yeah, and no, I think I think that's I, the only yeah. thing people would be excited about. And if we, if yeah. we get Russ Westbrook for him, like, but I mean, like but, the other thing is that like the Wizards are playing good right now. You know, like yeah. they've gotten like, a little bit of a form. Like they could somehow make the playoffs. You know, because the East fucking sucks. You know, sure. But yeah. uh, you know, I just, I don't don't see them. I don't see them like trading away like a Denny or a Rui or anybody, bro. Like I just I don't see it. Yeah. Um, that's a pirate. It's kind of that's the most like to me that was like the most like realistic pipe dream, I guess if that's a term that I could use. Like sure. Getting a Rui, getting a Denny for like and uh maybe like a Bertans or whatever the fuck, you know. Um yeah, it would be some sort of package of role players. But I just yeah. don't think like a bunch of okay royal like and again like I don't think Denny and Rui and yeah, uh, Denny Rui and Bertons yeah. like make up for the production of KP. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't think either one of those guys do something that much better than KP does that is worth that trade. Um, you know, I'm looking at like the E, like some people were throwing out a John Collins trade to the Hawks, and I thought mm-hmm. that would have been ridiculous. Like, I don't know if that helps. Like, I mean, he certainly. Like, I I still don't, can't make heads or tails out of John Collins. Like, as like, is he really good? Is he really productive? Are they giving him extra usage for the sake of just like trying to ship him off later because they clearly don't like each other? I don't know. And like, I don't know what what team would be like looking to buy that is like in the hunt. You know what I mean? That yeah. would want a star that thinks that that could get them over the hump. That's usually how these trades work out. Or like, all right, we need to give up X so we can get to that next level of uh, you know of competition. And like, so you always kind of want to look for people that are like mid tier in the standings, but there's kind of treading water that have assets. And there's not a lot of teams that are doing like Charlotte seems to be doing all right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, they're, 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 again, they kind of gain the form too, and they're fun, right? They're like, fun team, yeah. Like, like if Indiana, like once Indiana has Lavert back, or if they ever do, I don't, I forgot what medical thing he's got. Like, it's like it was a cancer. Uh, yeah, like I, <laughs> uh, I only know that I know that because my fiance asked me about it. She's like, "Hey, whatever happened to that the ball player that had a, a basketball player that had a you know cancer?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, he's. I think he's doing okay. Like they don't really, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Who knows if he actually up, comes yeah. back on? Well, that still yeah. sucks. Anyways, but okay, so like we're looking at like." you know, bottom of the, you know, mid bottom of the East here, we got like Boston. I don't know if they would trade anything that we want, you know, like we're not going to, why would we do that for like Marcus smart and Theus? you know what I mean? Or yeah. Miami, like what person are we getting? Like, they're not going to give us bam out of bio. Like what could we get from that? You know, Chicago, like, like I said, like Levine is a, fun player that's doing really well but i don't know if kp gets us that as well as like why would chicago do that yeah um charlotte doesn't make a whole lot of sense like i said i threw out the indiana pacers idea there and trading with the west seems like a pretty silly idea when you're competing in the west you know like 
Yeah. We are we gonna get you know JJ Reddick and Steven Adams for him? You know, it's like it doesn't make any sense, you know, for the Pelicans. Like maybe if we're like I said, if we just like pull the ripcord and be like, we're just selling it for the most that we can, like Oklahoma City has a lot of draft picks and we don't have a lot of draft picks, and maybe that's the route we want to go, but that's like a full rebuild decision, not a where you want to get better now, which is kind of what the Mavericks are wanting to do. Sacramento, Houston. I, I mean, I doubt we would ever trade a star player to Houston. That doesn't make any sense. Like Minnesota is already going to be in the yeah. bottom of the draft. So, you know, there's, again, I just don't see, it just doesn't seem like a lot of great options for us. And so, yeah, I, I want to see KP as a Maverick because I think he's a good player and I want to see him stay a Maverick and stay healthy, but you know, I, the, something tells me that there's a great chance that he's moving probably this off season, which sucks because I like to see him as a cornerstone of our franchise and it just doesn't seem like he's going to be that but season's still young maybe we got you know after the next 10 games we're saying the exact opposite like wow KP's really stepped up and he's now a top 40 player right yeah, now he's yeah yeah right now he's like a top 100 player which is great but like that doesn't help us mm-hmm. um so yeah I mean we good thing we got so all those questions like we kind of try to go through all those like for you guys just because yeah. uh, you know real quick want to shout out uh chris lopez uh he he said just some, some very kind things to me uh via instagram I've, I've been uploading you know some songs and stuff and he was just very supportive and uh it's just cool to have that interaction with the listener so chris and actually cheers, cheers to y'all, you y'all go to don's like don's uh, uh instagram page for that shit man because it's cool thank like, you he, he did covers of uh the now defunct uh, daft punk Man, so, Daft Punk breaking which up was sad as my heart. I, I was so sad. <laughs> can we talk about that for a second? Like, yeah, okay, so so like, okay, <laughs> I did not realize how much Daft Punk meant to me. Like, I know that sounds silly, but like, like those two albums, Discovery and Random Access Memories, like, uh, take it from like a kid that was like, you know, I was, you know, kid with insomnia. Like, most of my nights were me watching like Toonami at like. 2 a.m. Yes. You know, on Cartoon Network. And like they had like this one thing for a very short amount of time, like the early 2000s, late 90s, where they would just like play animated music videos. Like that was like it was a, like it was a gorillas, right? And Daft Punk. I think it were the two main ones. The, yeah, I think some tool as well, because it had yeah. a lot of claybation stuff or whatever. Yeah. But like Daft Punk was on there, and it was just like it was music that I I don't know. I've never been a big electronic music person, like that's rarely been my thing. Um, I always felt electronic music was just music you just danced to or did drugs to, which I mean, hey, there's a time and place, have fun. Um, but ultimately, like Daft Punk showed me that electronic music could have like a real soul to it. And um, that Discovery album, I, I explained it on like my post uh, that I put about it, but uh, that whole album Discovery uh, really speaks to, I don't know, there, there, there's a it's so ironic that like these two robots made me feel so human (laughs) that really like, I don't know. There's just something about the progressions that they use. There's something about their uh, instrumentation that just really speaks to me. And I I guess it was just like the perfect amount of danciness of jazziness of soul and of just like, I don't know, there's just some really earnest lyrics that I can't help, but uh, really I resonate and identify with. Um, So when I saw their epilogue video, um, and like the main lyric that was present in that video after they like, you know, broke up was like, uh, if 
love is the answer you're home and like i fucking broke down like a baby man i was crying like crazy and i just i don't know i guess i just realized at that moment how much they had meant to be in my formative years and so yeah um and also just like what a run like I didn't realize they started in 93 and they yeah, dude. call it, I, it yeah. 20, 2021. That's a, that's a long fucking time. Right. Yeah. And and they broke up. They didn't die. Like, it's not like, yeah. it's not that, but it's like, I, I don't know. It was just really great to, uh, I don't know. I, I was just more reflective on that. Like, oh man, this is a band that I, I maybe just didn't appreciate. I think also the other part is that I, I won't see them live or if I do, it's going to be a reunion tour. And it's going to be like, you know, a thousand bucks a ticket, which will just never happen. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think uh, the time to see them probably would have been like when they played at Coachella in like oh, 2004, totally. bro. That would have been like, that would have been the time. I think, them, yeah, I think peak, I don't know if I would have wanted to see them right at the get lucky uh success because yeah, I, mean, no. I don't know yeah, how much that, of that would have been fun but i that think was too you're big right. i think like 2004 when they're like there was one where they're just like on a giant pyramid i think that was coachella of that performance and uh i don't know that if there was a a, a band that i would go out and see because i don't know music festivals to me man i mean i miss them now and i'm gonna go to all of them whenever they come back <laughs> they come like, back yeah you might play in some too that, but <laughs> god willing yeah absolutely and so uh well thanks for the shout out Rupert. i appreciate it yeah all right, man. Well, uh, do you want to? Yeah, we, do... should, we should probably talk about the other games, actually, man. I mean, like, oh, sure, sure, sure. The Boston game was fucking crazy. Like, right. That game was, I mean, like, yeah, like they're kind of, you know, the Boston's kind of floundering right now. Uh, you know, but they do have two All Stars on their team. Right. You know, so in my mind, I was okay. Like, this is still a game where like, we could lose and we almost did. Sure. Uh, you know, um, what are your thoughts on the Boston Celtics, like their, uh, their rafter jerseys? Okay, I like them, dude. I like yeah, at first I didn't because I at first I didn't because like this is stupid as shit. And then I realized like what they were for, and I was like, oh, okay, that makes like, way more sense. Like why you guys are totally. repping these so hard. Um, I also think like if you're like a one of the original like eight teams or whatever, I think you should lean hard into the tradition, which is I'm glad that they're doing that. You know, yeah, it's kind of like uh like the Cowboys and the packers whenever they do like their old like old school tri- old, yeah, tribute to their old stuff yeah. that that's more impactful than like or like the the bears do a great job of like referencing their old uh jerseys or their like the legacy of that franchise yeah. and like that's why the new york knicks ones wherever they're like trying to be more modern feels really silly it's like dude you guys have like a classic like right a classic why do you not have a knickerbockers jersey you know what i mean they and, should man like, right honestly, that's, like, we give them shit because they're the fucking knicks but come on man sure. it's like a it's a legacy thing it's like, just, just a miss yeah anyways sorry but uh, so the boston game yeah it was i mean god jalen brown might be my favorite person in the uh nba yeah like yeah sure. oh he's just you know him as an activist and i i listened to him on the uh i think it was the zach Lowe podcast and uh or yeah the low post and what was it? he spoke at Harvard about activism, but like his one stipulation was no sports press, which I thought was really interesting. He's just like, they're going to take certain yeah. things out of context. Like I want to talk about like, just, you know, I, I don't know, just a very, uh, very intelligent dude. That's making very deliberate decisions with the power that he has. And it's also just great to see him develop as a basketball player. That is just really fun and dynamic and like, it's weird like i there's sometimes i'm just like he doesn't seem that much faster than anybody but then he'll just like explode and posterize someone like it i always feel like every time i watch a jalen brunson game or sorry uh jalen brown game um i'm just surprised by what he can do and 
it's just cool to see him develop into that. And also, I like that he shaved the flat top. I like that he's like a grown ass man now. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He looked, yeah, it's a grown ass <laughs> man now. Uh, yeah, man, I like, I love, you know, like, I like the Celtics. Like, I like their team for the most, like, I just, the fact they have two All Stars on their team. And like, uh-huh. we were all obviously without KP and like, we won that game, which uh-huh. is crazy. Uh, I know I saw some stats were saying, like, you know, we're actually better on defense without KP or whatever. And I'm like, that might be true. I don't know. Like, whatever. Like, Well, I wonder how much of that is just because you can just draw KP out of, to the perimeter with stretch fours, and then it kind of renders him useless in the paint. Yeah, like, that might be it, yeah. Um, you know, but I don't know if that's the case with, like, all tall players. You know what I mean? Like, like okay, you've rendered that help defense out. That was pretty easy to figure out, considering everyone plays small now. Yeah. So, um, But, I mean, that was a – that was a good – like, that was a good game. I think that obviously like the biggest story was obviously Luca's game winners, sure. which um might have not needed to happen. Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, we gave Jalen a little bit, Jalen Brunson a little bit too much of a of a leash, mm-hmm. um that game because I think he's one of those guys that like I would love to see him start, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I think he should probably just end games for the most part. I think there are certain times where we give him too much too much time and. His his uh, mistakes are more apparent when he does that. Like again, like he had a couple of turnovers, like a couple of bad shots, like in the, the last like five minutes of that game, you know, which like made it close. Like obviously because it was tied up at one point. Um, so I mean, well, uh, shout out to Kirk Serious Face. He he made a pretty astute observation with Jalen Brunson, where he's just like, you know, if Brunson is given the job to do something quick, he does a great job. If he's yeah. like having to like stop, wait, create it doesn't always end well. And it's usually like a mistake prone person, but if it's just like, get him the ball, get him to drive and dish or get him the ball and quick, quick screen shot. Like he's usually really great with the quick decisions. It's once he has to like make something out of nothing, that's where he becomes more problematic. Yeah. So, so yeah, but I mean, that was a fun game. Uh, mm-hmm. Lucky we got to see another game winner. So sure. That was cool. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's almost, I was like, Oh cool. I like this sequel. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Like, you know, yeah, it's like um, watching a Rocky movie. It's just like I know how this ends, but I still want to watch it. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> now moving on to the Philly game. Uh, so I didn't watch the Philly game. What happened? Like, how- uh, dude, they have uh, dominant dominant center. Sure. Um, they have a wing guard, wing guard, and uh, and Ben Simmons who can actually guard Luca. Right. You know. Like <laughs> um, so that was kind of it. Like you know, like you just. Yeah, they uh they just came out and bully the fuck out of us. Sure, <laughs> you know with those two guys. I just don't know if there will be a center that doesn't produce amazing against the Mavericks. Like if there's an offensively talented center that has some dynamic to his game, I don't know who's gonna not produce against the Mavericks. Yeah, like that's just, if, I... if if any like uh let's see let's see if my I didn't actually check on this on the on the box score, but um ah oh, dang it. Uh, I'm facing uh, Squish actually in our fantasy basketball league and I was just in need of some rebounds and blocks or whatever and so I I actually picked up and started uh, oh god uh, Christian Thompson I want to see if I was correct as far as the production and or sorry Tristan Thompson not Christian Thompson and like yeah I mean eight points ten rebounds (laughs) yeah I was, I was about right like i was like all right like someone is going like anybody is going to produce against the mavericks uh in, in, in the center position so then when you have an all-star like Embiid, it makes sense that they 
crushed us in that respect. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, just that game was a shit show. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think by like the end of the third, I just like zoned out and I was like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. I'm just chill. I'm going to go watch the uh, the LC Stars game instead mm-hmm. to watch uh, Tyler Bay and Josh Green play. God, Dwight Howard produced well against us, and just that's what I'm saying, bro. Minutes. That's what I, that's what I'm fucking saying. Like, Ugh. yeah, like you know, we didn't have a, a big who could really do things that bigs are supposed to do, um, which is kind of the crux of our team uh, going forward. Um, yeah. You know, and of course, there's like two different camps of thinking when it comes to that whole deal, and I don't really care at this point. <laughs> so I hear it all the time uh, from you know people who are close to the Mavs, people who aren't close to the Mavs. Like, it's just it's not. It's not conductive to my to my health, my uh, mental health at this point to talk did, about it. Did, did find it interesting that they started Bob on that game? Yeah, um, I just saw that. Yeah, and again, like I think the same thing. Like where he does really good in spurts, but yeah. you know, if you leave him out there too long, like there yeah. came a point where like where Luca was trying to like force feed you know Bob on, and it just was not working out and. I don't know if like Rick or someone from the staff talked to Luca about it because he kept doing it, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it was um, a focus. Yeah, uh, I forgot Danny Green was on the. Me too. Sixers. I did forget. So they have Danny. They have Danny Green and Seth Curry. Fuck, you know. Yeah, I was like, I mean, like, that makes rest. sense. Why they're so good? Like, yeah, yeah they actually got I'll, shooters. Well, and also, you know, they got Doc coaching them now. And yeah, say what you will about Doc choking in the playoffs, but like he gets his players, but like he's a great regular season coach. Like he gets people's asses in gear, and you know, that's a yeah. Again, like sucks to lose a, a double digit game to a good team, but like I said, it's I will always look at like, hey, did we lose against a good team? That's what happens. You know, like that's yeah. I would much rather see a win, but ultimately like i mean yeah i mean like we lost against well. yeah i mean we lost against uh we lost against a, a probable you know eastern conference finals team right uh that has probably the mvp at the moment on it so do you think joel Embiid is a uh a mvp candidate uh yeah absolutely dude yeah, yeah i think joel joel Embiid may be like the first big to win it in a while so i'd be i'd be cool with that yeah uh you know, just he's a he's and he's a funny ass dude on Twitter. So uh, I mean, like he was he's a savant at Twitter. I mean, like yeah, the fact that it, the fact that his nickname is the process is very funny. Um, and then he he, he changed his uh, he changed his nickname on Twitter. It was like Joe Joel the Troel Embiid. And I was like, that's great. <laughs> like Squish would love that. Uh, but, I was watching his Hot Ones interview. Um, that was really. Oh, he has a hot ones. Yeah, he's got a hot ones. Oh, and like, shit, I watch that. And, and what was it? Because I was just like, so when he first came, like he he first went to Kansas, or I can't I can't remember if he came, like when he when he came to America, if it was either in high school or in college i can't remember it was it was still like like when he was a teenager right he was young yeah and, and like like he did like didn't speak english that well but he just spoke in rick ross quotes because <laughs> that's, that's all he knew awesome. about america <laughs> that's so awesome dude God, i love that man. man and also like i love his random like whatever guys are just like shooting at a playground and then he just like just dunks on them and leaves <laughs> oh yeah that video yeah those videos where he just like before covid yeah. where you could just like go to a random group of kids playing and just like show well, out real quick yeah exactly it's great so, uh, so yeah that we're, game was a wash we're, we're a pro we're a pro and bead podcast yeah. here that that game was a wash fuck it mm. let's move on uh now the brooklyn game that fucking ruled uh oh, 
I love a yeah. national game where we're winning decidedly. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, I, me and Squish talked about yesterday, but just like talking about how, um, you know, like, you know, we're, uh, we're supposed to win these games. Like, of course, like, you know, like, yeah, it's a good win, but we're also supposed to win these. So mm-hmm. it's good to have, it's good to be like excited about it, but also like be tempered. Like, yeah, like there's no KD, no Kyrie Irving, you know? Okay. It's just, I mean, yeah, it, I know Joe Harris and I know, uh, Joe Harris, DeAndre Jordan, and uh, James Harden obviously are all good players for the most part. Fuck right. you, fuck you, uh, DeAndre. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, like besides that though, man, like the uh, the rest of the guys, like I don't, you know, I couldn't tell you who they are for the most part, you know. Well, that's so. kind of a thing that we've noticed with any of the big three teams, like teams that have like that are so starter heavy that whenever those starters are out, like you are scraping the bottom of the barrel as far as depth is concerned. Um, You know, when you have, you know, James Harden, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and then only one of them is playing, like you are, you did not design that roster so you could win with just James Harden, you know? And it's, it was the same thing with like the, the, you know, the Warriors these past couple of years is that, you know, you've been so, uh, dependent on well at the time it was kd uh steph and clay and at one point you know there was multiple guys of those or multiple injuries to that to where it's like yeah that's why the warriors you know had a rough time um and then you know it's just not going to win till winning basketball when those players are out so you know it's hard to be feel like braggadocious about winning against a team that doesn't have their best players playing but ultimately it's like hey i'll i'll take a win against a james harden team any any time um and it's i'll also take any national national wins always feel better it's just good to to not to not yeah. shit the bed in front of the entire nation is helpful. <laughs> who's watching? Who's who's probably watching on a Saturday because, again, COVID. People should be staying home. But you know, right. <laughs> um, it was interesting. Like, so I have a friend who does another who does a podcast, who does a podcast himself. Who's a big Nets fan. Like, you know, he okay. grew up like in that area and stuff like that. Um, and so like he kept tweeting about a uh, Timothy Luau Cabral which is a TLC. Sure. Yeah. Which TLC, which is apparently had a very bad game. I wasn't really paying attention to their, to their players, but uh, I I think he, wow. He was, he was two for 12. Yeah. He started 16%. He was not great. But, uh, but uh, so uh, they, I I would assume that he's uh, their Dwight. Right. You know, in a sense where like, he's just the guy that people bag on. Sure. (laughs) Like all the time. And I, I I get to make me realize, I think every fan base has like one guy. Yeah. Like what the fuck, you know, like <laughs> I will give credit to Rick Carlisle though. He has very much managed the minutes of Dwight Powell. Like, yeah, as of late. Yeah. I mean, like, like Dwight didn't come in. Dwight didn't come in. Yeah. He didn't come yeah. Let's see. Five minutes a game. Let's let, yeah. His last couple of games. Let's see. Like I'm trying to look at like how many minutes he's played. Like, and don't look at that contract guys. Don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even look at it. Like, <laughs> Like the last, okay, like the last four games, like he had 26 minutes against uh, Memphis, which is not awesome, but like 10 minutes against Boston, a little less than 10 minutes against Philly, five minutes against Brooklyn. Like he's on a, like right now he's been plugged into against very specific lineups. And from what I'm kind of seeing a trend is like kind of the smaller ball uh, lineups is where he's uh, being used a bit more frequently. Uh, But like he's we are mitigating um 
his deficiencies and uh but yes uh tlc is very much the, yeah. the dwight powell uh, much like frank kaminsky is the dwight powell of phoenix yeah um but yeah a yeah. little more productive yeah um, so i think it's just, i think it's interesting that like every team has like that one guy like and yeah. we never see it because we're not part of like other like oh yeah Twitter, so it's like okay like everybody has one guy they just fucking hate <laughs> if they're a good uh, fan base yeah because like who is that guy for the lakers like Nah. All, all Lakers fans are like fucking delusional they, and toxic. They, ho- they homer everyone. Yeah, it's like right. yeah, whatever. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see. Uh, so I think, I mean, those are all the games this week. I can't. Uh, sure thing. Uh, uh, thinking time about for an ad read. It is. Yeah, we'll do an ad read. We'll do gonna do an ad read. All right, guys. So uh, as Don was saying earlier, we have two um, two sponsors this week. Uh, the first one being eBay sneakers. Uh, from rare deadstock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is a place to go to cop a pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection uh, of the sneakers you, per- you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. Have you used them yet? Uh, I'm about to. Right on. <laughs> um, and for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has a limited uh, seller fees uh, for sneakers uh, over $100, uh, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Um, with other sites taking much as 25%, you're going to have a lot more money left for more sneakers. Uh, check out ebay.com slash sneakers today. How much and, do you think I could get for like my Nike like sandals? Like, no, like the flip flops? Nothing? Nothing. nothing no. Okay. No, but... Uh, so yeah, nothing guys. from the Nike outlet store? No. I actually, dude, honestly, man, like you can find some like crazy shit that I can. Okay, I know started. this is I know this is an audio medium, but maybe. <laughs> oh, shit, you pull someone out? Yeah, like let me see. Like, like think these these would be all right. Like, what are those? So these are Air Max. Uh, I uh, th- these are these are clearance. Probably not get anything. But I, I mean, they dude, look, they, they look pretty clean. But yeah, like, but Air Max is going for Air Max is going for quite a bit, bro. Like people love that shit. So. Yeah, but it's not like an Air Max two ninety or uh, Air Max, Max uh, one. Yeah, I would love right. to have a pair of Air Max ones, but I just can't find it in me to spend $150 on shoes. <laughs> like I, I'm having a, like, and then there's to... me. <laughs> oh, well, I know that. Uh, yeah. I, I am, I am a, a filthy casual when it comes to being a sneakerhead. Yeah. Like I've got some, I've, I, I find the cool clearance finds, but like, cause I love Nike. I'm a Nike guy. I can't, can't yeah. refuse it. I've tried but... under, I've tried under armor and all it does is just uh. give me plantar fasciitis. <laughs> And I mean, like, you know, I, uh, but yeah, so there's a possibility that I am getting sneakers sometime this week. Nice. Uh, so Using eBay, eBay. eBay.com slash sneakers. Yep. Cool. And I, that wasn't me who bought it. It was, uh, my fiance, but, uh, nice <laughs> for, for Valentine's. But, uh, anyway, income. anyway, uh, so our next, our next uh, sponsor is a uh, bet online. Um, uh, let's see. Okay. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bellon even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. I'm still curious to see if I can do anything about 90 Day Fiance. Um, <laughs> What's the over under that it's more than 90 days? Uh, yeah, that's, that, that could, <laughs> would be a great one. Uh, it's 91 days. Yes. <laughs> it's real time, real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bellon has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head on to the website to, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive up receive your 50, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Should have used that code armchair. Armchair. Yes. Use code armchair, please. 
cool good read there bud nice uh, you know one day we're gonna make squish do it but from jail but, yeah uh, well, yeah w- once we find him uh yeah, he's, he's in twitter siberia right now so yeah, we have no idea got, where he's at you've been trying to contact him and he's, he's yeah. not picking up so yeah. my 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 assumption he has probably been abducted but he's gonna do some sort of liam neeson like you know jailbreak yeah, sort of thing or something. john john wick-esque type of uh moves uh not with, against bobby not against but... bobby no it, it'll be a weird scene when he goes to bobby and they just start hugging they're just, just embracing each other crying and smiling um okay so uh... we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low and high profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure. 
how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Speaking of weird scenarios, let's see what questions we got from listeners today. All right, let's see. Uh, the first one comes from, oh, look, it's Doink Nabisco. Okay. Ask us a question. Okay. Um, my, he, he asked, my fake joke parody client redacted would like to ask you if you will redacted in the redacted at redacted. Okay. So also called you a coward. Okay, great. Um, so here's what we need to do. We need to, we need to mad lib this. So my client, uh, it would be funnier. Um, Joe Piscopo. Okay. Uh, Joe, Piscopo. Joe Piscopo would like to ask you if you will do laundry in do laundry. the, what's the location? Let's see. Barbershop at this. This is a lot funnier in my head. And <laughs> upon execution, I realized how terrible of an idea it was. So we're going to just move on from that. Considering that was yeah. our first question uh, was from one of our co-hosts. That's not present. <laughs> he, he also asked you, he also called you a coward. So fuck you. Right. Come out. Oh, you're not on the podcast right now. Okay. Oh, so he's not even here. Yeah, I do yeah. like that. That even when 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 Squish is not on the podcast, even when he's, when he's supposed to be, he still finds a way of haunting this yeah. pod oh, and, and, and insulting you. It's so good. Fucking. <laughs> okay, uh, right, let's go. It's trolling. It's trolling. Literally has no bounds. It's transcended let's, time and space. Let's fucking move on. Um. <laughs> all right. Um. John, uh, offended Narwhal. Uh. He is actually um the co-host of uh. The Saratobi Sports Podcast, which is one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, it's a bunch of funny ass dudes from New York. Uh, um, shout out to them, man. They have a really funny ass podcast. Okay. Um, they uh, he asked, uh, "What superpower? What superpower did you want as a kid, and has it changed as an adult?" Um, okay, so I always wanted to have the, all the Spider-Man powers, like every single one of them. Right. The original, not the Miles Morales, like the original, like Peter Parker Spider-Man. Uh, sure. Spider-Man stuff. Uh, yeah, I would. I'd still do that. Like I'd, yeah, that's cool. And I'd be super smart and would know how to make my own web fluid. So that's cool. That's the part to me that I always found really interesting was like, like when people when people were so pissed off about the Sam Raimi Spider Man because it's just like we're the web shooters. I'm like, all right, guys, if we're gonna suspend disbelief <laughs> for that, that, you get all <laughs> the powers of a spider. Perhaps web shooting might be one of them. Like, is that is that I too much to ask? There's, like, there's some versions of Spider-Man where, where you can just shoot webs <sighs> from his fucking body. Like, it's fine. well, I think that makes more sense than a teenager coming up with military grade substances in his bedroom. <laughs> but that's just <laughs> my thought process. That's just so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anyways, uh, I've I've always wanted flight. Uh, time travel was another one. Those are those are those are pretty. Those can consistent. get iffy, man. Time travel just seems like it can get iffy. Well, for a white dude it's pretty easy <laughs> i'm just saying it's it's rarely an issue <laughs> just like what why are you here business <laughs> like okay it checks out <laughs> oh my god okay um he also asked uh something interesting that's happened to y'all in the past year so from i guess what february 28th 2020 okay 
Uh, I mean, I'm I'm having a kid now, so that's something. <laughs> like... here's, an, here's an interesting thing. So uh, for those of you that don't know, I run a music school in Austin, Texas, and I run all the social media and things like that. So I was just coming up with random content just to put on our Instagram. And so I come up with like this, hey, today in music history and like, you know, look something up. Yeah. And the, uh, the, the post at the time was about the Live Aid concert that was, or no, it was the live in Rio concert, which was like one of, at the time, a record setting uh, concert. Cause it had like over a million people there or whatever. It was a huge concert in Brazil. And like the headliners were like queen scorpions and James Taylor, <laughs> which Damn. is like a, and what, what's what, so we, we tagged all the people that are in it just for the sake of, you know, content or whatever. And James Taylor official liked that post and like commented cool. on it. Yeah. Like That's commented cool. a little hard. I was just like, like blue check Mark, that was James Taylor. Like, so, and so, like, it was probably some sort of rep, I would imagine. I can't imagine like, you know. Like somebody, social media guy. Some, some social, some person, probably at the very least, <laughs> James Taylor's assistant liked my very small schools thing. So yeah. uh, follow us at the Musician's Woodshed. It helps me out a whole lot. Thank you. <laughs> Especially if you're awesome. Yes, yes. Uh, mentioned the hoops and hefeweizens podcast i will give you a free uh online lesson okay okay yeah, yeah. okay cool i'm one of my instructors will but yeah we could we could definitely make that work that's cool hell yeah yep. dude yeah this podcast sponsored by the musicians woodshed just now <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome all right let's see uh mm, okay jennifer asks uh would you like to see the mavs get who would you like to see the mavs get and what do you think they will do to get that player? Um, I would like them to see get some very consistent sharpshooter. Yeah, somehow. anybody, anybody. And like, I'm hoping it's a buyout market guy. That way, we're not having like sacrifice, you know, because I just don't think anyone that I want to see gone is is someone that no one's going to give that for. Yeah. You know, um, you know, there's no Trey Burke, uh, Dwight Powell package that can get us a JJ Redick. You know what I mean? But like, or something similar or something of that vein. Um, but I'm hoping we can pick up somebody from waivers or, you know, I don't know. I, I'd actually like to see us get a draft pick. That would be really good. I think that. Yeah. Would, we need to get a draft pick back for, 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 preferably a first rounder, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, I agree. You know, I think sharpshooting is like the biggest like need. I, I think in my turn, like in my head, it's like sharpshooting and then defense and then rebounding. Like, I would like, I would like a big, like a good defensive big, but like that's, you know, yeah, I, would, that's, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what's on the market. Yeah. It, yeah. I have no idea. Um, let's see. Next question comes from Kenny. Uh, Kenny asked uh, the last, the last show each of y'all binge watched in one weekend uh let's see i've been re-watching simpsons like crazy um and god it's still funny like seasons like five through ten or i guess it's like seasons five through nine maybe are just so good like just the writing is top notch at one point like uh like the they're like basically bulldozing the simpsons house homer wakes up because the rapture marge quick hide bart before god comes (laughs) (laughs) their jokes were so much better back in the day bro oh absolutely man no they're they are what they refer to now uh among simpsons fan is this uh the current iteration of simpsons is called zombie simpsons 
I can um, see that. And uh, yeah, uh, but uh, as far as like a, a show that you could watch over a weekend, uh, Mindhunter uh, on Netflix is one of my absolute favorites. It's directed by David Fincher, I think, through most of it. So the guy from Fight really? Club. Yeah, uh, I think I he's directed. That. He's either produced or directed most of it. Um, it. So it's just really, it's, man, it's very much for Don Denham because it's like... <laughs> guy that directed uh you know fight club uh there is you know it's cool 1960s 70s sort of uh you know fbi yeah. guy 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 flying uh cross country and then driving an old vintage rented car to talk cool. to a serial killer it's okay. like yeah yeah i'm all about it so mine hunter check it out let me see uh my i see a show that i binge watched on the weekend um let's see uh there is there's an anime that I watched recently, like a couple months ago. Because um, when I binge watch, like I don't really binge watch like all in once. Like I do like four or five episodes at a time. So I'm not really doing like a weekend thing usually. Um, but there was an anime that is on Netflix. It's called Parasite uh, with a mm-hmm. Y9I. Right. Um, and I like, I watched the first episode and I was like, this is fucking crazy. I'm gonna keep watching this. <laughs> and uh, I, it's, it's pretty sure it's like maybe like 20 episodes. It's maybe like, I think 20 episodes and I got through it like in a weekend I just like went like I remember my fiance was like what the hell is wrong with you like you never like go through things this quick like this is crazy and I was like yeah you know I just wanted to I wanted to get through this one like as much as soon as I could good question though Kenny and also uh congrats to Kenny he just got married on Friday oh, so congrats, congrats Kenny. he's in Jamaica right now I think so enjoy it for me please <laughs> um uh, let's see uh next question comes from Josh uh, Josh asks, uh, if you could know how and when you're going to die, would you accept that information or decline it? Ooh, this is like, isn't this the premise of Big Fish? I think so. Oh, that was the movie forever. God, I That's love that movie. movie. Um, that might be my favorite Tim Burton yeah. movie if I had to pick one. Um, gosh. So my answer, my answer changed the second that I was going to have a kid. Uh, okay. Before I was having a kid, it'd be like, okay, whatever. Like, I don't want to know. Just whenever. Mm. Um now it's like yeah i do want to know uh right so i can get so i can get things like situated so i you know can like let's say like if i'm dying peacefully in my home like i can like have a make sure everybody who i want they're there you know um, i think i think having the certainty of knowing how would be like all right what is my shot clock here you know what i mean if it's yeah, just like okay yeah. you're gonna die in your bed at 70 it's like i'm gonna figure something out okay like i've got time but if it's just like you got three months best of luck <laughs> you know like, yeah and then yeah. like then i'm like i'm quitting my job i'm you know i'm living doing, on the land bro. i'm not <laughs> wearing pants ever again like it's just like <laughs> i yeah i'm gonna shit on ted cruz's lawn i'm gonna make him watch like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i would be i'd, I'd, be, I'd just yeah. become a criminal <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah just like just james out here bro well, just well, what i would i would just be a jackass uh cast member <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh man i uh, see next question uh comes from cameron cameron asked uh, a, a assortment of questions so we're gonna pick two of them um okay. so uh, the first one does bobon's barber have to use a stepladder <laughs> Uh, you know i, I, I like I to think i this. like to think his barber he only hires tall barbers <laughs> or yeah. very short barbers that do require a ladder which makes this even funnier i so. think they do i think they would like something about like i've been to like last time I went to a barber shop like 
obviously they can like you know uh, adjust how tall the seat is and stuff like that right but if you're if you're too tall though like it fucks up your knees obviously because your legs are jutted out right so yeah i would i would assume that just for convenience sake you probably use a subletter um okay <laughs> 50k but every time you sneeze for the rest of your life for every whatever car you're in or own or own if not in one runs out of gas like so i get a single fifty thousand yes. dollar yeah. check but now anytime i sneeze my car <laughs> yeah That's i've got deal. i've got allergies so like that would be like even when i am feeling great and like have done the whatever uh allergy med cocktail i do in the morning and at night um there it's like uh, it's inevitable i'm gonna be sneezing like crazy so yeah. like that would be a lot i think i would probably go two years and that 50k would be just going to gas <laughs> yeah so yeah i yeah i i don't take this yeah i don't take this i can make 50k in a year <laughs> but uh let's see uh next question comes from uh uh mariella okay so besides kp do you think the mouse will trade anyone if yes who do you think they, they should trade I don't think they should, but I think the one that has the most value is probably THJ. Um, Like, I think he's, he's been a flamethrower. He's got an expiring contract. So there's that element to it. Um, If they're going to sell, like you got to sell high on somebody. And I mean, like the Mavericks fall in love with their own players. So like they, I I just don't think they will. And I don't, I don't think they should, but I think if they're going to sell somebody, it's going to be someone that's been overperforming. And I think THJ has been doing that. Like his, like, that would be my suggestion because we're not going to get anything for Dwight Powell. You know, we're not going to get anything yeah. for James Johnson, who's been underperforming, for instance. Like we, we could we could add them like to the yeah you know, sure, that. but I mean that's those those wouldn't be like the main focus, I yeah. think, of a, I, of a trade package. Right. I just don't know what rotation player we could get for one of our rotation players. That's an upgrade. I don't think we should trade anybody, but I do think like another guy that has a lot of a lot of. Uh, you know, trade value would be Jalen Brunson. And I don't yeah. want to do it. I don't want to do it uh, unless it is for like a starting caliber, like, you know, like yeah. borderline, like all-star player. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, cause like, honestly, dude, Jalen can start on yeah. most teams, you know? Um, and uh, yeah, I just, that'd be one guy where I think they could, but I wouldn't want to, you know? He's kind of got a Jameer Nelson feel to him. I think about yeah, it. yeah, like yeah. Similar yeah. build, but like just make smart plays and can make smart just knows what to do, where to mm-hmm. be. So yeah, that's one guy. Um, all right, let's see. Uh Josh Green fan account ask, which by the way, Josh Green fan account made Josh Green the fucking like superstar of the Mavs in 2K. Like he kept saying he kept sending me like screenshots of like his 2K screen. And it's like Josh, like averaging like fucking like twenty rebounds, and <laughs> like 30, 30 points, bro. It was awesome, but only like nine assists. But uh, <laughs> I was like that's fucking awesome. And he has like he has like seventy badges and shit. So of course. Um, but uh, he said, excluding the rookies, there are two players that we drafted on our roster. How does that make you feel about the future for the rookies? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we've been yeah. picking at the back half of the draft for so long, and for and. Uh, another uh, so I was on the locker room chat uh, for Dallas Mo- uh, or for Mavs Moneyball <clears throat> and Kirk mentioned that like basically aside from Luca, KP Trey Burke actually 
Like, I don't think we have anybody that is a lottery first rounder that's on our team currently. Like it's either late first round, second round or undrafted people on our roster, um, which is like uh, uh, Willie Collie Stein was a lot, was also a lottery pick, but like when you're yeah. wanting to take as many shots at talent, like you would imagine like people that have some draft capital and it's like, I mean, granted, like Maxi's produced super well, but like, again, like when you're trying to just find diamonds in the rough in the back half of drafts, like you're only going to be so successful with that. Um, so, so I think both have a chance to be rotation players. I just want to see them, you know, produce more than what they're doing in the G league. You know, I hope, I hope the G league experience gives them the confidence to really come in and produce limited minutes up for the Mavs. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Jesher Joshua asks, um, prioritizing vaccination of NBA players, whether or not it positively affects a public perception of the vaccine and its benefits and it possibly putting the players in a bad light, um, you know, being part of the, being part of the privileged few among right. the vast majority of citizens waiting in line. Um, I don't think they should skip the line, you know. I think um, anybody getting vaccinated for any reason at this point is like, I mean, don't, I, I get what he's saying here. And yeah. like, I agree with you that like skipping the line is one thing, but I think also just like, yeah, it's going to be available to people that, you know, that want to get vaccinated you know yeah. i think when you we have such a divided country that is just like deciding whether or not to even like they're very skeptical of being vaccinated and like in some of it's for like i would say reasonable reasons in some cases because this isn't your typical anti-vax like concerns um this is like people being skeptical of like these big pharmaceutical companies that don't have an amazing track record like i understand the hesitancy um and so if we've got, let's put it this way. If we got 90% of the NBA players and they're all willing to get vaccinated, like that's just, that is just another group of people that can't transmit this thing. And I, I think that's yeah. ultimately plus positive. And like, I don't know. I, 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 I'm, I don't want to talk vaccinations on this pod because that, that gets down a wormhole. Like yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I'm neither qualified nor do I have like the proper information to make uh public public, uh, opinions on it. Cause I think ultimately like there's so much that that has not been discussed properly in my opinion, but. However, gesture, thank you for that question, man. Thank you for the question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's see. uh, Bibbs, our good friend, Bibbs. I love Bibbs. Who has, who's currently current uh, displaying him is a RRP optimistic Bibbs. Did you hear any of this shit this week, bro? Optimistic Bibbs was terrifying it's fucking terrifying it it, it is what i would imagine the voice you hear before you go to hell yeah it's Um, terrifying bro i hated that shit thank (laughs) god he's dead for those (laughs) of you that don't know uh optimist so bibs has probably one of the sexiest voices on mavs twitter like i think we could easily say that like he's he's got he's just got an awesome just like so like he's uh sultry sultry yeah just just it's just got a good like uh (laughs) that good mid low range rumble to it that I, you know, I could listen to him talk, talk sports all day. Um, but optimistic bibs uh, is sounds. Uh, high pitched. I would imagine it's kind of like if Mickey mouse discovered Molly, like it was just, <laughs> just oh, it's overdone. like it is just, I hated it, bro. It was, uh, it was terrifying. It was up there. So and like, I, was, uh, and I would listen, I would listen to the recordings, like the, the voice tweets. Oh, the and I'd be like, this, this shit fucking, I was like, it's, it's, it's fucking terrifying. Why am I listening to this? Sure. But, uh, okay. So he asked, um, <laughs> you wake up tomorrow with the ability to fly and the ability to move things with your mind. How quickly does the government catch you? 
<laughs> so, so, I, so I thought, so I thought, so I thought about this, right? I thought about this, right? Okay. And yeah, how, um, how secretive are you doing this? Because I think you could go underground for a while. So, you know what I mean? so I don't know how quickly they'd find me because the, the issue with me though is that I would be like using these powers to help people, right? right. To help, uh, and you know, not you know, um, I'm Mexican. You know, my parents are Mexican, and uh, you know, they do like you know, they're they're people who are like in cages right now. You know. Um, some by the government or mostly by the government and stuff like that. So, uh, sure. yeah, dude, I'd, I'd be find out quick. Cause I'd be like releasing like kids, you know, sure. Uh, and reuniting them with their parents and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. so, and the, you would be moving the wall with your mind. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, the, like, like fucking Magneto, bro. Sure. Like, like you know, so yeah, I guess, um, I, I guess where I was, where I have a question, a follow-up question would be like, what kind of things can I move with my mind? Like, do I have the ability to like destroy buildings with my mind or do I have the ability of like, just like moving things? Like, I like, think you can I, move things like you could lift you could lift like a fucking building and like move it somewhere else or like okay yeah. drop it i guess you know so what i would do is i would move every pigeon that had just recently ate i would black out the sun over ted cruz's house and just just blanket <laughs> just blanket his entire house his whole his whole life would just be covered in bird shit perpetually instead of, instead of the blitzkrieg it's the, the bird's it would be the shit's creek bop oh it would be God. every time he walks outside he is just painted Dalton. with a bucket of with just so That's much awesome. nutty bird shit that is just uh, okay let's move on i would this is dent getting... i would dent his car with <laughs> just with so much bird excrement that, uh, yeah he would not be able to function he would have to live indoors he would have to just never leave his house for anything i would cut off his supply chains like i would have everyone forget his address and it's just oh that's the place where the bird shit massacre happens every day at 2 p.m forever yeah that's what i'm doing with my superpowers yeah, bro, you get you get caught quick with that shit too. <laughs> yeah so, so both of ours about, so about like eight days <laughs> Like so, both of ours are just like yeah, the government catch us pretty quick. Uh, um, let's see. Um, Carlo asked, uh, "Best nickname for NBA players?" Oh, that's hard. So, that's like, so current or, or all time? I think we can do all time or current. Uh, you know, um, Brian Cardinal is pretty great. The custodian. the custodian. That's a fucking awesome. That one's one. pretty good. Um, <laughs> I heard uh, Blake Griffin was the Auburn Mamba, which I thought was very funny. Wow, that's funny. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Dr. J obviously is a fucking yeah. classic. Uh, Magic Johnson's probably the best because, like, that was like people don't call him Irvin, they yeah, call him Magic. Yeah, Magic, yeah. So, um, Larry Legend, uh, yeah. I, what was the glove is fun. The glove is um, great. I, his airness, yeah. His air, yeah. I would say that, like, you know, MJ, like, Michael didn't really even need a nickname, like, his no, name is just too goddamn Michael, cool. That people knew. Yeah. Michael drawing you exactly the fuck it is. Sure. And I didn't even think Kobe needed a nickname. You no. know, the Black Mamba, like, something that we don't talk about in, like, you know, RIP perspective to Kobe. Like, dude self-glossed. Like, he 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 said, I am the Black Mamba. And everyone's just like, Did that. all right, and I then, guess we're that now. And then he, he, he comes off Vino for a little bit, too, because he aged, like, fine wine, which... Sure. Okay. Like, you know. Um, but, like, I thought, like, the, the best, like, the best nicknames were, like... 90s early 2000s because it seemed like everybody had a nickname yeah, yeah everybody yeah. they had uh oh god starberry yeah so um, yeah uh ai yeah. was well ai or the answer yeah answer the guy 
there was oh god you know the glove with gary payton yeah uh rain man dude oh fucking rain kemp sean kemp rain man which uh, is cool because it was like a, a like a double like you know entendre on that where it's like he's from Seattle. rain yeah like, yeah rain and then rain like king like yeah exactly cool. well, well i thought it was fun <laughs> shout out uh bill simmons in his book a book of basketball he said uh, sean kemp uh had nine children from nine different mothers he goes which is a real shame because if he went for 10 he'd have a double double <laughs> wow wow bro uh Another one, a good one that I know. Uh, so China has their own version of like Twitter and Reddit and stuff like that. Okay. And so they do like a bunch of, um, they have like forums, like, in, in they're crazy about basketball over there. Right. And uh, so one of the names they gave Steph Curry, like in 2016 was the Skyfucker. <laughs> so I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, that's a great one. I love it. Thank you, guys. He's like, going to fuck the moon. It's fucking great, dude. It's so good. That's a good question. Um, Fantastic. Right. Next question comes from Derek. Derek asks, uh, my question is, uh, why won't at Reddit Spurs eat the paper tweet? Okay. We're trying. Bro, we've this got, has been we're something. Doing, we're doing everything we can to make sure he eats that goddamn it's piece of paper. literally almost been a year. No, it's been nah, not a year, like six, seven months. It's close. That he, yeah, that he was this like, this joke is a year old. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, I'm so pissed because he's not done yet. And like, I, I have the receipts. He said he was going to do it. He said it was no bitch, but he hasn't yet. You know what, dude? Red so we Spurs, can only imply. Red Spurs, if you want to come on the podcast and do it. Yeah, we'll have him like, on. Do that. We'll, like, we'll do, we'll do a, we'll even, uh, we'll, we'll do record a, it. We'll, yeah, we'll video record it, everything. We do this on a yeah. Zoom call. So that'd be pretty yeah. easy to upload. You know, um, like you're in Dallas, bro. Like, come on. Right. Like, let's just do it. Like, you can come over assuming you're vaccinated, but uh, you know, like, so really quick. So I thought about this cause I know you like to keep anonymous. Um, like yeah. you, you, you are the robot, you are the Reddit robot, which is great. So what I thought, and, and we can edit this out if you want, okay. I thought it'd be badass if you had a Mavs luchador mask. So anytime we did videos, <laughs> that was what you would wear. It's hilarious because my dad has a Dodgers luchador mask. <laughs> so he would know exactly where to find that too. Like that, where to find a, where to find a mouse one. So. I was I was I was looking those up because I thought it was a great idea, but I hoped it didn't come off as like no, I know turbo racist. No, I was like, here's here, here's my Mexican friend Ruben. No, bro, I, love, I hope he no, likes bro, his luchador mask. I love I love luchador luchador fighting. So okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, yeah okay so yeah we're we're gonna get red spurs some somewhere somewhere bro we're gonna we'll we're gonna uh you know ladies and gentlemen we got him me and yeah. on his ass okay <laughs> like it's gonna happen eventually <laughs> just keep adding him guys if you're listening to this just at him like just right keep, now yeah just eat just the fucking paper tweet yeah. just eat the paper yeah just do it eat all the right. paper okay. spurs. all right next question comes from kirk kirk serious face he has an actually very good one yeah um who are the Mavericks' favorite Marvel characters? Let's limit to say the top five or eight, whatever rotation guys. Sure. Let's do the top five. Um, Let's see, Boban is Groot. Yeah, Boban Legasso love Groot, like just a big, tall, lovable guy. Yeah, Mark um, Cuban is Iron Man. Yeah, just I'm sure Mark Cuban has enough money to actually make a yeah. suit if he wanted to. Yeah, if like, he wanted to. Yeah, he he would privatize World Peace if he felt it was profitable. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, to me, to me, Luca is Luca's favorite would probably be Spider Man. Um, I see. He's, he's a happy. Well, in some iterations, he's a happy-go-lucky kid. Um, you know, really young, like really fucking powerful, but doesn't really quite know like how powerful he is quite yet. Right. Um, yeah, that's why I feel. I would say, 
I, I tried thinking about what KP would be, and I think I've decided that he's Hawkeye. <laughs> where yeah, it's just like he's like when he's effective, he's really good, but ultimately you kind of sometimes you forget about him and you wish he was more. <laughs> yeah. And uh and I th- I think KP in his head probably thinks he's like Thor. <laughs> I know. You know, maybe that is a better because uh, you know. Well, because I mean, like, I guess Thor does get out of shape, but like has a redemption thing. So maybe this is like instead it's, of instead of sorry. KP getting fat, he's you know getting back into shape as far as like yeah. injuries. Bas- yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, who else? Uh, let's see. Who would J Rich be? Oh, J Rich. Uh, I was thinking he'd be War Machine. Okay. So, War so Machine? like not quite Iron Man, but still like cool and fun. Yeah, cool. Like can do stuff on occasion. Like has I, moments. Yeah. You know, I would say I think Jay Rich is a, a fair John Cheadle or Don Cheadle. Yeah, Don Cheadle. <laughs> yeah. Um, dude, I don't know. I think uh, I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of uh, I think okay. Let, let's say like let's say that Lucas' favorite was like Captain America, and then um, uh, what's his name? Jalen Brunson could be um, his favorite would probably be like a uh, Ant Man. Um, what? Not Ant Man. Oh my God! What the hell's his name? Falcon. Falcon. Okay, I can see. Just because, like, you know, it's like kind of like the sidekick almost, like, mm-hmm. again, has his moments, like, does have times, like, I know, I think, like, I think now Falcon is going to be, like, in the, in the, in the next. MCU is going to be, like, the next, like, Captain America, cool, whatever, like, can't take over when he needs to, you know, stuff like that. True. So, I can see uh, that. That's a good question. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, next question comes from Aaron. Uh, Aaron asks, uh, asks, um, Tyrell Terry, that's it. That's the question. Uh, I love that dude, man. I think like he, I think he just he needs to like not overthink a shot. Like, yeah. But at the same time, like his coach is also Rick Carlisle, who doesn't really give who gives rookies generally a very short leash. So yeah, I'm thankful for the G League because I think he can make his he can fill out his game against pros a lot better. Because I I'm hoping that okay. When I do this, this will be an open shot and I can hit this confidently as opposed to when he was playing NBA minutes, he seemed lost. He didn't seem like he was making like great decisions, but there's also times where he would do like really flashy passes that were really like, wow, that was really smart. But then it would like be fumbled out of bounds by Nate Hinton or something. And like the guys, he wasn't on the same page as his teammates. So I I think ultimately like, I want to see how that G league development leads to better limited minutes from him. Cause I think we'll, we'll, we'll probably not see him a whole lot this year. I want to see him next year in a more full capacity. Yeah. Cause I, I think, you know, we appreciate Trey Burke for what he does, but I think if Tyler Tyrell Terry is playing better from the G league and is as honed his skills and frankly, it's filled out. Like he's he's still a light small stick. Yeah, yeah. He's like 160 pounds uh, according to NBA. When he's alive, right? Yeah. No kidding. And it's like, I don't think I think the smallest person in the league was 175 last year, something like that. So yeah, he needs to put a little weight on. Yeah. So time to start carb loading. Um, let's see. Uh, next question comes from James. James Grambo. Um, Grambo, <laughs> will you shamelessly plug my podcast, Untitled Mouse Pod? Yes. We just uh, did. Yeah. Uh, it's, you know, it's fun. Uh, I, uh, you know, I think eventually need to, need to have a, a podcast name, you know, but you know, that, that can come with time. So. <laughs> it's 
it's gonna be very interesting to look up the title of an untitled podcast yeah uh, but uh, yeah uh let's see uh next question comes from dalton richardson um the texas oh, pancake or waffle I suppose. yeah uh, yeah the waffle yeah uh why does twitter hate redacted why is tyler bay ready to play for the mavs why is he not ready how many marshmallows can you fit in your mouth the big ones probably 10 about 10 i could probably fit any like five uh, I, I, it's been so long since i've had a marshmallow i don't yeah. know yeah, I, don't, I can't remember how like do they condense really well or do they basically retain their shape because yeah it's probably I think they retain shape. uh yeah yeah and still um, say fluffy bunny no uh so uh tyler berry i think he could be uh, a three and d rotation guy mm-hmm. um that's when i saw him play for the mavericks he looked pretty lost and he did a lot of things that college people do that don't do very well or college players do where it is like the uh, drive and then like try getting your own offensive rebound to get a layup thing that doesn't really translate well to the NBA. You know what I mean? It's usually like guy getting his shot off deliberately or a specific drive as opposed to get into the paint and then just like bang and try to get the ball into the hoop. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not which doesn't translate well to the NBA. Um, So I'm hoping that he just shows up as a, just a premier defender. Cause that dude, he's got the range. He's got the size to do it. So I think that's, that's where I can see him being a, a a DFS type of player. I agree. And to answer your first question, Dalton, um, they hate him because they ain't him. So true. Yeah. All right. So next question comes from Lazarus. Um, he asked, uh, "Is the NBA good?" Been thinking about checking it out. <laughs> the it's, NBA, it's the, fine. NBA Twitter, uh, you can just pass. <laughs> yeah, trust me, you don't want it. <laughs> NBA is great, dude. I think the NBA is like the greatest uh, telenovela out there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just their storylines every fucking night for some reason. Like just like new 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 characters show up every night. Uh, you know, which is good. I like it. <laughs> I wonder, like. I was talking to this girl and sure enough, she was just like, oh, God, I just don't like basketball. And that almost broke it. Like it was like, it was <laughs> like a, I, I like, was always like, I got to tell you about this podcast that I do every single week. <laughs> and <laughs> here's the truth. Like, <laughs> well, and like, here's the thing for me as a, so I am a, I'm a musician. I was raised, I was like a nerdy, you know, emo theater kid. And like my dad was, you know, an athlete in high school. So like my way of meeting him halfway is like, Hey, let's watch sports together. Yeah. That's <laughs> you know? yeah. And have some karate. So like, but what's funny is that like being into those nerdy things, like being really into music, being into nerdy stuff that kind of like makes you an outsider, you know, that makes you uh, yeah. yeah. God, what's the term? Not a rebel, but anyways, uh, I, kind of isolates you but like being into sports when you are into those other things so like when i'm with my music people and start talking about like dallas mavericks basketball it's like this weird reverse role of yeah like, where it's like you're a fucking yeah I, i'm the nerd amongst the nerds yeah you know so uh, let's see next question, next question comes from rutuge um is our dream to see reddit mavericks versus dick Nowitzki dead um no no because he didn't die twitter's just being dumb and i think hopefully hopefully some real human eyeballs look at what this was and can get dick davitsky back where he belongs which is just 
talking bullshit during Mavericks games. That's it's yep. it is his most pure form, and I think that's what we all deserve and what we all need. Um, yeah. The and, yeah. And I was just thinking, like you know, uh, it's not dead. In fact, we may may actually pay per view this. Um, sometime in the future, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Oh yeah, we'll definitely monetize it. Yeah, we'll find yeah, some way. Yeah, yeah. It, it'll be on Twitch, and you got to pay to see it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Uh, next question comes from John. Um, John asks, uh, "Could Tyrell Terry become the next Dallas Maverick sharpshooter? And if so, what's his pace looking like for his three point game?" Also, appreciate you guys. Y'all have y'all got no idea how y'all help me um, get through the day, which we appreciate that, man. Yeah, uh, thank you so much, man. We're here, we're the here, big smiles. Um, yeah, because we're not bringing expert taste. The least we can do is no. make some people fun, yeah. make people yeah. laugh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, dude, I think Tyrell Terry has absolutely the. Uh, that's the reason why we drafted him. You know, to be the fucking sharpshooter for this team. Um, we'll see if he develops. For- I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm hoping he does because it's just like I mean, he's basically got the Seth Curry build, you yeah. know. And yeah. so, if we can get him to be Seth Curry light, then we win. But yeah 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 so i'm hoping but like you know we'll see uh again i like how like don said earlier like he probably doesn't get they, they the rookies aren't going to get a lot of burn this year it's probably gonna be next year mm-hmm. after like again like an off a full off season um maybe going to the summer league you know like i think once i get those reps in too i think that's when you know we'll see we'll see them actually getting some minutes uh with the team sorry to go back on the question about marvel like characters per mm-hmm. map like so does this make LeBron Thanos? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then obviously Zion's mini Thanos. So like if Thanos had a had a kid for some reason. So he's like the 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 villain from Guardians of the Galaxy that no one can remember his yeah. name. <laughs> What's his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronan, bro. Ronan. Ronan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um, what are you doing? <laughs> oh Jesus. That's such a good movie, though, like by itself. Um yes. let's see. Jacob asks, um, PB and J or grilled cheese? Yes, I will judge y'all harshly based on your answer. What the fuck? <laughs> God, I, I am a, a PB and J like takes me back to childhood more than than grilled cheese does because grilled cheese I've grown to appreciate more as an adult with like. So okay, gonna put on my little hipster hat here. In Austin, we've got a food truck called oh Burrow, God. and it is like it is like it is a gourmet grilled cheese uh oh like it's so it's so good it's like it's like they pick like you know focaccia bread or whatever with like yeah. uh pears and a balsamic reduction with like gruyere what cheese fuck, or whatever man. it's like it's what it is neck it is yeah like bon appetit uh yeah versions of of, of, of of grilled cheese so it's like that style of grilled cheese i've grown to appreciate in a way that i've never thought i would so i'll i'll go with that because i think there's only you can only get such a good jam that's you can only get such a good nut butter because <laughs> eventually like like really a good peanut butter is just ground up peanuts and oil <laughs> and salt this, this motherfucker said nut butter <laughs> i sure did <laughs> Those, there's so many different kinds man there's i know you know there's sun nut butter which still sounds gross yeah uh so <laughs> almond butter I, I went back and forth on this one because like i make both at home uh but it's so i don't really use i don't really make a pb and j sandwich it's more of a peanut butter uh banana and honey sandwich sure i like wheat you know which is kind of like my go-to um but I, I will I, say that feels more like a dessert to me. You know what I mean? Like a PB and J is like a snack. Well, as a grilled yeah. cheese, I could take that as a meal. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, like, 
I don't know. I just feel like, you know, I, I, if I had to pick and choose, like which one I would eat more, it'd probably be PB&J. <laughs> so um, let's see. Next question Civil comes War from, begins. There we go. Uh, <laughs> next, next question comes from uh, Michael or Mickle. I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. Um, whose player's game, past or present, does Tyler Bay's game resemble most? Um, honestly, dude, I see a lot of Sean Marion in this kid. That's so, who I was going to say. That's like the guy, you know, like I think it's because I obviously – watch Shamari the most like you know just a solid three and d guy you know mm-hmm. who can like get into the paint who can hit yeah. a mid-range every once in a while like in a much more reduced fashion because i yeah. think sean marion sean marion he i feel like if he came into the league like five years later yeah dude he'd be he, a fuck yeah well i think another thing that to take into account is because he got started to kind of when was he drafted like 2002 2003 something like that anyways like that dude filled up stat sheets in a way that i think the fantasy community would have overrated him like it in like and i i can't stress that enough like he was so good at just like being a eight nine and 20 guy and four steals and two blocks he got drafted in uh 1999 99 okay he was part of the uh who else was in the 99 draft let's, uh, let's check this 99 was, that... was elton brand c francis baron davis right lamar odom yeah yep rip hamilton yeah so it's a good I love rip. Class, I, right? I, man i jason terry yeah so. i will say like the rip hamilton was one of my favorite shooting guards of all time that's actually uh so um if you if you look further down my timeline i'm sure i'll share it again because it's by one winning winning athletic moment uh, is me making a free throw at the American Airlines Center. I imitate Rip Hamilton's uh, pre free throw ritual, which was every time he would like he would uh, dribble the ball two times to the center, then one to the side. It would remind him to bend his knees. That's why he would do it. Yeah. So that's that. It's been my free throw uh, form ever since. So thank you, Rip. You gave me the power to make a free throw the one time I had <laughs> at American Airlines Center. But yeah, so I think Tyler Bay's game resembles Sean Marion. And I think sure. you're right, like in a reduced role, stuff like that. Sure. Um, let's see. Uh, next question comes from uh, Mavs Eastie, which I believe is uh, the Estonian Mavs fan account, which is cool. Oh, cool. Which is fucking badass. Um, they thanks, also have Tyler... th- thanks for following and thanks for listening. They also have a, a Tyler Bay question. Uh, God, what's his... Tyler Bay. I love Tyler Bay, but yeah. uh, you know, what would be Tyler Bay's realistic role on the Mavs or other NBA team? Um, just again, I reduce role. Sean Marion, reduce yeah. Sean Marion, you know, like a bench player who can come in for 15 minutes a game, probably, and you know, does the little things that help us win the games. So, I, I would love to see if, if he can develop a pretty good shot because that's like that was like the main knock on him yeah. is that he just cannot shoot. Now, I think you can teach guys to shoot, like, there, there is ways of developing that if he could develop to be a more plus offensive player, like I agree. Like, I think he could put potentially like replace, uh, you know, DFS um, because that's kind of the similar role they play. So um, we'll yep. see if that comes to fruition at all. All right. See. So next question comes from a uh, together BHA, which is a podcast uh, that concerns themselves with uh, my favorite uh, EPL team, uh, Brighton. Uh, okay. um yeah so and we had a really terrible loss yesterday and i don't want to talk about it but um okay. so he asks um the mavs are my nba team simply due to the brighton slash mavs bromance this twitter account provides talking about my twitter um 
would making an effort to actually watch Mavs games and getting into it provide me with more or less pain than what I currently already experience? I so, would say probably similar pain if I had probably similar. Yeah. So a little background: Brighton, uh, Brighton's a, a kind of a smaller club uh, mm-hmm. off uh, the south coast of England. Um, they, you know, have only they've only been up in the Premier League for the last I think four years now, four or five years, and um, but they've always been like towards the end of the end. Of the, which is like right again because we don't you know well i know who brighton is so like that's they have they been like deregulate like where they were in the lower league they were in the championship league uh which is like the second tier of english english uh football um up until i think 2017 i believe is when they got they got they got they got got called up they got they made the tournament won the tournament won the tournament but got an extra spot to go up to the to go up to the premier league um sure they've been there and they've always been like towards the end, towards the end of the uh, of the table but i've been relegated there was one year where we literally tied for like the least amount of points for wow. the third least amount of points but we stayed up because of our goal differential which was like cannot believe that happened but um Ooh. so so you know and this year's another year where we probably should have done a lot better like all the stats or whatever like say that we're supposed to do better but um it's just it's not happening for us like we can't hit goal we can't score any goals like well, it's so, something so. I've seen with 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 football uh, more prominently, especially with those English clubs, it's just like, man, just who has the most money is probably what's going to get up there. Like, is, you'll man. have some stories, like I don't know, Lester, like, like Lester, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, fucking powerhouse, and yeah, I mean, you know, there, I I think that you know we you know we can be good, but anyway, so to go back to go back to the question, um. Yeah, it'd be, probably be about the same. Um, maybe a little less because I think the one thing that I like, the one thing I like and hate about like football, international football, that's not here, like our local uh, team, uh, our local league, which is MLS, is that in in like in England, like if you lose, bro, you get sent down. You know, right. like you know, and you lose money. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of contract money involved because of you know TV rights stuff like that. Do you lose? You know, because of that. Um, whether it's here, like if you lose a lot, like say like in basketball, you lose a lot, you just get a draft pick usually, you know, right. like higher draft pick, so whatever. Um, so, you know, I feel like it would be less pain because you know, no matter what, you, you we can't get relegated to the G right? You know, even though like some teams probably we've been we've, we've been trying to do that with the Timberwolves and it's like nothing, it, nothing's worked. Just can't do it. Adam Silver says no, but uh, but yeah, I think if you actually start watching the games, dude, like let me know. We could hang out like virtually and watch them because actually, you know, I think he lives in one of the Carolinas too. So you know, oh, man, the, the games would, would be like, on time for you. If so. we had if we got the chance to re- de- like relegate two teams in the nba like the two the bottom two like the like the bottom the the last two teams in the like each or last team in the conference it would be the currently the detroit pistons and the minnesota timberwolves yeah okay that's fair <laughs> and then you just wow. call up the you call up the the, the winningest teams from uh from the g league that's how i would so, do it. So, so that would be like i don't i don't even know who's like so i think it's like i think it's, I think it's the spurs it's the spurs right oh the awesome, awesome spurs, spurs. Oh, I would love that to have an NBA team in my hometown. That'd be Shit. hilarious, dude. But you well, know, we're never we just, like we just got an MLS team too. Um, yeah, Austin so. FC, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So the Verdes, Verdes, which yeah. which is cool. I mean, like I, I look forward to seeing a game there whenever things you happen can. again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. I would love to be a soccer. You can come, you can come up here for the for the FC Dallas matches, bro. We can 
Great. Oh, hang on. I will say I did spend some time in like the rowdy section at FC Dallas, the, the FC Inferno. Yeah. yeah. That was a lot of fun. Uh, we were fun. playing the LA Galaxy and we beat them like 4 0. That was against the David Beckham uh, Galaxy. David Beckham Galaxy. Holy shit. Yeah. So definitely it's a, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty great. But like uh, they, they came out with some amazing chants. Um, so, you know, we're the facing guys in yeah. LA. Uh, and they said, uh, You're going home, a Scientologist. That's great shit yeah so, yeah good question thank you for asking that question um yeah. next question comes from Irvin. go brighton because i have no affiliation yeah go brighton please up the avalon um so uh Irvin asks uh who who's on the team after the tread deadline luca yeah luca for sure um probably everybody <laughs> like yeah as, as much as i would love for us to shake something up and like as frustrating as this team has been I just see our front office playing it safe more than I see them taking a risk. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, that could change though. Like we never know. It could. Um, next question comes from Bella. Um, Bella asks, uh, what's something Mavs worry about, but really shouldn't. Um, I think the easy answer here is uh, Luca leaving. Yeah. <laughs> Before his first max. I don't sure. see that happening. Sure. Especially because especially now he can, he can, he, can uh, he qualifies now for the, uh, super fucking mega max so yeah he's called uh luca gets to call dibs on the first planet habitable by man contract <laughs> yeah <laughs> so he's like, just like he's, yeah he can literally buy he can literally buy a country like yeah, buys a planet yeah he's fine yeah i think i think it's the one thing that people should we shouldn't worry about just called Doncic. <laughs> yeah he's he's literally like you know in his third year like i think i think you know squish always says this like it's not the first big contract you worry about it's the second big contract yeah so, you know, I think we don't have to worry about this for another probably four or five years. There's hope. Um, yeah. So uh, let's see. And last question. Last question comes from Maverick Slander. They ask, uh, can Doink Nabisco revive Squish 41? Uh, I mean, there's only so much a lawyer can do. Um, yeah. And we're still not certain if he's been bar credited. So uh, something tells me that there's definitely been some uh, under the table cash uh, dealings between Doink and Dirk, uh, Doink and Dick that, uh, you know, we, we, we are not at liberty to discuss. So, uh, you know, we're hoping, I mean, I think grassroots, uh, it, a bunch of crowds, like just basically everybody at Twitter just be like, Hey, bring this back. We need this person. We like, He's not a, like none of us think he is Dirk Nowitzki. That's that's like the main thing is that yeah. none of us. Yeah. I, and I think it's very clear he's never tried scamming anybody. I think there are much worse Twitter really? accounts that are literally showing porn <laughs> that yeah. deserve to be reported versus a silly, ultimately like like he's playful. Not, he's- Account. like he's not grifting like he's not no. trying to... and he's not making any money off of anything and he's yeah. ultimately like yeah he's being a troll and a one would argue rude to certain things but like to nick's twitter or whatever but ultimately no worse than what you know are you know uh, other yeah. other things that have not been deplatformed you know so uh there's yeah there, this is not an impersonation. It's not like he's uh, Dick Nivitz. Yeah, he's not uh, Swish 42 and trying to pull, you know, charity money from people. Like, anyways. So uh, we, you know, hashtag free Dick Squish, uh, hashtag free Dick. And uh, <laughs> I just want to see that trending so bad. No, no not seeing that trend. I'm not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not. You won't signal boost me? I will not signal boost that. No. I might. I, I'm, I'm inching closer to 500 
folks. I, I greatly appreciate all the, the, the followers, like pretty much anyone that has like MFFL in their, their uh, Twitter bio. I'm like, yeah, we'll probably hang out. <laughs> so, uh, all right. I think that wraps it up for us, man. Um, guys, thank you so much for submitting questions. Thank you so much for listening to our silly ramblings about everything. Um, this has been, this has been a highlight of my weekend. Uh, just, I love talking, talking hoops with Rubes, but also, uh, love answering these listener questions. Yep. Uh, y'all have been fantastic. I, I just appreciate the, the love and support. Uh, you can find us at the MFFLs.com. Uh, you can follow us at the underscore MFFLs. You can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. You can find me at Don underscore Denim. Uh, currently as Chris stops, collaborates, and listens. Um, the <laughs> This has been the Hoops and Hefeweizens podcast. Enjoy the rest of your week. Later, guys.